We're back to work. You work hard, you'll be rewarded. You around, I will turn in a heartbeat. So, happy Monday? That is not good. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, February 5th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Taylor Swift did it again. The anti-hero and karma singer broke the record Sunday night for most Album of the Year Grammy Awards by any artist for Midnight's. Earlier in the night, she also won Best Pop Vocal Album and took the opportunity to announce a new album, The Tortured Poets Department, to be released April 19th. Also at the Grammys, Miley Cyrus picked up her first two wins for Best Pop Vocal Performance and Record of the Year for Flowers. Billie Eilish and Phineas took home two Grammys for their Barbie song, What Was I Made For? Boy Genius collected three trophies for their album, The Record. R&B artist Victoria Monet also won three Grammys, including Best New Artist. And the night's most nominated artist, SZA, won in three of her nine categories. Be sure to check out the full list of winners, as well as highlights from the show, including a surprise appearance by Celine Dion and our best and worst moments of the Grammys at EW.com. The new action comedy Argyle twisted and turned its way to the top of the weekend box office, debuting with $18 million. Season four of the faith-based series The Chosen opened at number two with $6 million. The Beekeeper dropped a third with $5.3 million, followed by Wonka in fourth with $4.8 million, and Migration in fifth with $4.1 million. There's a new DA in town. Sam Waterston is ending his tenure as Law and Order's District Attorney Jack McCoy after more than 400 episodes. His final one will be the February 22nd episode. He'll be replaced by Tony Goldwyn, who joins the cast as a new district attorney, though there's no word yet on Goldwyn's first episode. Waterston first joined the series in its fifth season in 1994, serving as the executive assistant district attorney for most of his tenure before becoming the assistant district attorney after season 17 and finally a DA in season 20, the show's last before its revival in 2022. Schitt's Creek Emmy winner Catherine O'Hara has officially joined the cast of The Last of Us Season 2 in an undisclosed role. HBO formally announced O'Hara for the Emmy-winning drama on Friday, shortly after the actress confirmed she was in talks for a part during an appearance on Watch What Happens Live. For the after-show segment Thursday night, while promoting the new film Argyle with co-star Brian Cranston, fans asked if there was any truth to rumors of O'Hara appearing on the series. She confirmed at the time that she was in talks, and it turns out her son is a set decorator on the show. Filming on The Last of Us Season 2 begins in Canada this month for a planned 2025 premiere on HBO. Shane Gillis, who was fired from the Saturday Night Live cast before his first episode for using racist and homophobic slurs that the show deemed, quote, offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable, has been invited back to the show as the next host. 
During Saturday Night Live's new episode hosted by the Bear Emmy winner Io Debery, it was announced that Gillis, who unapologetically called himself, quote, always a mad TV guy anyway, will be hosting the February 24th episode with musical guest 21 Savage. And Carl Weathers, the actor and former pro football player best known for portraying Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies, died Thursday in his sleep. He was 76. Weathers played football for San Diego State University and later signed with the NFL's Oakland Raiders as a defensive end. Weathers then joined the BC Lions in Vancouver in the Canadian Football League, playing from 1971 to 1973. He began to pursue acting in the off-seasons while earning his bachelor's degree in drama at San Francisco State University, which he completed in 1974. Weathers played supporting roles in the exploitation movies Bucktown and Friday Foster in the mid-1970s before being cast in Rocky. His character, rival boxer Apollo Creed, served as the antagonist in the original 1976 film, which won the Oscar for Best Picture, and in the 1979 sequel Rocky II, before becoming a friend and ally to Sylvester Stallone's Italian Stallion in Rocky III and Rocky IV. Weathers went on to appear in Predator alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger and played the lead role in Action Jackson and Hurricane Smith. He showcased his comedic chops as Adam Sandler's golf coach in Happy Gilmore. Weathers' more recent roles often came on the small screen. He made a hilarious turn as a fictionalized version of himself on Arrested Development, and perhaps his most recognizable role outside of Rocky came in the last years of his life playing Grief Karga on the Star Wars spinoff show The Mandalorian. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Love is in the air, or uh, the vacuum of space? Solar Opposites is back with a Valentine's Day special. The animated show wrapped up its fourth season back in August, but the suburban aliens have lots to say about February's celebration of love. The Solar Opposites are declaring war on the Hallmark holiday, though removing love from the world might not have been such a great idea as you can hear in the special's trailer. Have a listen. Listen up, you romantic Solar Opposites are declaring a war on Valentine's Day! I told you we shouldn't have removed love from the world! It is very bad and could have planet-destroying consequences. What have I done? The parents are gonna use my satellite to rule the world forever! I just wish there was something we could do to save the world. There is one other option. The show's fourth season was like the most recent season of Rick and Morty. It's first without co-creator Justin Roiland, who was fired over allegations of domestic violence. Despite recasting the characters voiced by Roiland, the show didn't miss a beat, despite the turmoil. It will launch an arrow into Cupid's heart today when the Solar Opposites Valentine's Day special arrives on Hulu. It's trivia time. Silicon Valley's Thomas Middleditch voices many characters on Solar Opposites, including the family's son, Terry. However, this is far from his first voice work. In which movie did he appear as a kid whose best friend was voiced by Kevin Hart? Was it Captain Underpants, the epic first movie, the DC League of Super Pets, or Phineas and Ferb the movie, Candace Against the Universe? 
Stick around for the answer. Number two. Movie stars are always acting under layers and layers of makeup, but few have regularly been under quite as much wild makeup as Avatar and Guardians of the Galaxy star Zoe Saldana. She's stopping into our number two pick, Celebrity IOU. Saldana joins Property Brothers Jonathan and Drew Scott to say thank you to her best friend and makeup artist of 15 years with an intense home renovation. Here's a preview as Saldana has to jackhammer through her friend's kitchen floor. Can you get in the grout lines? All the tools. I felt like Denzel Washington for me. Equalizer. <laughs> I think that what I kept thinking about was what's going to replace this and how great it's going to look. Just the look on Vera's face when she sees it. I want to break through this layer. Okay. What is holding it? All right, leave it on the ground. We're going to we're going to use a bar to get it up. Wow. So, you can see we're going through two and a half inches oh my of God. stone and yeah. concrete and mesh. If this was an addition and it was not built to code, then that could potentially put us behind by weeks. Uh, that is not good. Oh, well, Sadana and the Scott Brothers transformation will be a dramatic way to say thank you. You can see how it all turns out when Celebrity IOU airs tonight at 8 on HGTV. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to PW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, Jay Leno hosted The Tonight Show for his final time a decade ago on February 6th, 2014. Now, Leno had previously left the show in 2009 after 17 years at the helm, making way for late night host Conan O'Brien to take over. That lasted just a year when he left the show after NBC decided to move him from 11.35 p.m. to 12.05 a.m. Leno reassumed his seat at The Tonight Show for four years until he officially retired in 2014, and Jimmy Fallon took over the iconic late-night series. 
On the highly anticipated return of Bravo's Below Deck, our number one pick today, Captain Carrie Titheridge takes command after Captain Lee Rossback sets sail after his 10 years on the show. But it is rough waters ahead as Captain Carrie's crew and charter guests bring a storm of challenges. The Season 11 trailer unveils a mix of high-stakes maneuvers, mishaps, and intense moments as the crew navigates guests, blossoming boatmances, and Captain Carey asserts his authority. Get ready for a wild ride as the crew sets sail, promising a season filled with drama, laughter, and a whole new level of yacht life chaos. The ship just got real. Have a listen. I expect perfection. You work hard, you'll be rewarded, you around, I will and turn in a heartbeat. Yes, Captain. By the way, guest demands are increasingly more outrageous. One guest suggests he should be served, quote, more quietly. Not to mention, messy boatmances and love triangles are more complicated than understanding the U.S. federal tax code. Stews hooking up with deckhands, deckhands hooking up with multiple stews. And then there's Chief Stew Fraser, who may or may not have hooked up with a charter guest. But was it on charter? Stephen wants a New Year's kiss from you. I can't kiss a guest. Well, speaking of the crew, the trailer teases problems with Chef Anthony's food, uh-oh, and a very salty interior. In fact, Fraser and lead deckhand Ben clash, and the friendship they had last season appears to crash and burn. Please don't get involved on an interior drama. Mate, you've had way more people let go on your side. End of story. Thank you, Ben. Ouch. Well, while Captain Lee ran a tight ship, this crew is not prepared for the heat that Captain Carey is bringing this season. It's a total disregard of my authority. I never saw that coming, ever. I'm up and trying to sleep. I can hear you two decks up. You are not thriving. Go f*** yourself. Hi, I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. I could be a little better. I think this boat has a curse. I really do appreciate you. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you. I f***ing hate you. Well, get your life jackets and buckle up because this season of Below Deck is like no other season ever. Below Deck airs tonight at 9 on Bravo. Finally today, the answer to our trivia question. In what animated movie were the lead characters voiced by Thomas Middleditch and Kevin Hart? Captain Underpants, the epic first movie, the DC League of Super Pets, or Phineas and Ferb the movie, Candace Against the Universe? Well, if you've always longed for a buddy movie between Middleditch and Hart, look no further than Captain Underpants, the epic first movie. The movie is based on Dave Pilkey's enormously popular Captain Underpants graphic novels. More Captain Underpants followed the first movie, including a series on Netflix, but Hart and Middleditch did not return to the roles of George and Harold after that first outing. 
And that is it for our show today. We'll have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Gina Ragusa, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch.